0: Hello, and welcome to Born Yesterday, a new podcast experiment in which myself and Andy Barr... Hello, hooray!
2: What a nice day to record a podcast. Have been cloning ourselves. You bet your ass we have. We've been cloning ourselves and... We've been going on a little experiment with these clones, which is an experiment into the nature of knowledge acquisition. Isn't that right? It certainly is. See, these clones, having been born yesterday, have only had
0: 24 hours to learn about anything. And in that 24 hours, they have learned about three things. Slouches. Yes. uh, The three things that the clones know about in this particular episode of the podcast are um, crabs. The Hamburglar. And tattoos. Pretty broad. Pretty broad
2: topics. Andy, how do you feel about the sea? The sea, I have a grudging respect for it. A grudging respect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, my does fear... that respect come from fear or does it come from... Yes, yes, born almost entirely out of fear. I, I feel like I'm not going to interfere in the sea's business mm-hmm. so long as it doesn't interfere in, in mine. And how do you think you might interfere in the sea's business? Well, I, there is something of a power imbalance. Yes. <laughs> if the sea wants to fuck with me, it, it can, really. Uh, I don't want it to. No. Uh, and as such, I'm not going to do anything. You live in
0: fear of that knock on the door.
2: Yeah. You go down, it's, it's a the wave. morning. Oh, no, it's the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at um, maps uh, predicting how many bits of uh, London, the fair city in which we live, are going to be underwater Yeah, uh, in, uh, in the next, you know, 10, 20 years, it could happen. Uh, do you know if your place is going to be underwater? It is touch and go. <laughs> yeah. Shack, marry, kill, sea, air, land. Well, um, I
0: would. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd kill the air, right? Wow. Um, it's got no business and no breathing for you. No breathing for me. I'd kill the air. Right. I'd marry the sea because that's romantic. Right.
2: I'd get a good fuck out of the land. Right. i um, uh, Unfortunately, th- I'll be honest, I'm I'm picturing you troweling a little hole. <laughs> That's sort of what my thinking was, Andy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Before right. before running into the sea
0: saying, <laughs> darling, it meant nothing <laughs> And then and then
2: and then ceasing to be able to breathe. Yeah. Well, I mean you'd cease to be able to breathe whether the whether the air were mm. there anyway.
0: Whether, whether, whether I was absent of the air or in the arms of my new wife. Arms. <laughs> big sea big <C> arms. <laughs> um, how did you learn to swim, Andy?
2: I, um, well, the same way many people do, I think, swimming lessons. Mm. Swimming lessons, uh, presumably a couple of little sessions uh, before I went to primary school. Yeah. Just to kind of get me uh, get me acclimatised to the idea of being in the water. Uh, of course, you know, spiced up a little bit with all of the floats and things and the various... Uh, rubber brick from the bottom of the pool. Don't remember that. That's the... right. You're,
0: fam- you're familiar with it as a convention of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. to do that in my pyjamas. They got us on in our pyjamas and we had to swim to the bottom of the pool and uh, get a rubber brick. Which pyjamas did you have on? I don't know. I've sort of retconned it in my head where I had a sort of um, white and blue striped wee willy winky sort of get up.
2: Right. But I, I don't think I ever possessed pyjamas of that type. No. What, what's a wee willy winky type set up? I'm not familiar with this. So it's, it's, it's one of those sort of, um, <laughs> you know, those hats
0: that no one's ever worn, but people in um, cartoons and films put them on to go to bed.
2: Are they sort of quite tall conical hats, yeah. which sort of flop down, Yeah. and you'd you'd have a sort of uh, almost a kind of nightgown on, and you'd be holding a candle on a plate. That's exactly that. the visual image that I'm trying right. to conjure. Okay. Right, okay. So okay.
0: imagine that
2: diving into a pool. Yeah, well, the a candle would go out for starters. Aged about nine, yeah, and then rescuing a rubber brick. Loads of wax congealing on the top the surface of the pool as well. Why do you think you need a hat to sleep? <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Maybe it was just convention. Somebody started doing it years and years and years ago, and then uh, nobody thought to they thought. Well, this this must have come about for a for a positive mm. evolutionary reason. So we'll not dispense with the hat. Some sort of su- superstition about losing your hair, or yeah. someone taking soul. it.
0: A <laughs> soul, yeah. you know, when someone's been sleeping for too long, and their soul starts to leak
2: out of their head. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I think I imagine that's what happens in a coma. your soul starts to leak out yeah that's why after an extremely long time they're kind of like well this probably isn't gonna work out well (laughs) if only
0: we'd made them wear a little hat Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that is when you do you know you're in a car crash and your body is flung across the road and your brain is almost irreparably damaged the first thing the emts will do to you um, is that they will try and get one of those little conical hats little hat on. To, to keep yeah. you soul in. Yeah. Torniquet on any lost limbs. Yeah. Little hat to keep you soul in.
2: Little neck brace. Mm.
0: And that's how we feel about keep crabs. Keep your neck in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy the taste of crab?
2: Uh, yeah, it's all right, actually, isn't
0: it? I think. Well, I, I'm... Uh, I'm not a fan, actually. Okay. It's a bit too sort of on the uh, tuna, crab, lobster spectrum. Right. Me.
2: I quite like, I think I quite like lobster. Mm. Crab, I've had some nice uh, experiences with. I'm not banging into tuna, I'll be honest with you. That's not one of my...
0: It's one of the few foods that, uh, I, you know, there's food I don't like. and Tuna, right. Tuna, I think, is the only one that makes me gag a little bit. I
2: my friend at primary school used to have um these tin tuna sandwiches pretty much every day yeah that's and that that's that what, put me off that's the worst put me off for good uh i have you know uh, i'll eat it in the context of sushi
0: mm, which i also don't like
2: no i i've i've had you down as a person who doesn't like sushi yeah what you do, give me that vibe what what vibe do i project that makes you think i wouldn't like uh, a sort of uncultured, close-minded lout. I think that's fair. <laughs> You've got positive feelings about the Hamburglar then, <laughs> <I> Eric. <reckon. laughs> viewed him, viewed him as uh, one of your treasured childhood uncles. Yeah, I, I often go into a uh, you know
0: a sushi restaurant dressed mm. as the Hamburglar. Yeah. To try and tell them, you know where they're going wrong, and what do you say? Cook it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I say. And not fish. Flame <laughs> grill all of the. Uh... <laughs> and not fish, beef instead, right? And yeah, put yeah, it yeah. into bread. Beef, beef. Uh, yeah, beef. Are you sure? Beef burger. Not horse. What? Not horse. Not horse in a. Um, Big Mac. Yeah, I reckon. You reckon it's horse. Yeah, I reckon it's horse and grit. Horse and grit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when the McDonald's adverts go ba da ba ba ba. It's loving. horse and grit. It's horse. It's horse and grit. It does fit rhythmic, rhythmically. Yeah. Um They can't say it. No. They can only imply it. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mac was actually the name of a prize racehorse. Yeah,
2: well not a prize one. No. What? <laughs> what the... He's not going out to study. He's going straight in there. No. Fell at the first the hurdle. Hit the floor.
0: Yeah. It, its soul started leaking out of its head. And they yeah. put a they put a bullet in its brain. <laughs> Ronald, imagine. Imagine if you will, Andy. You're watching the horse racing and a horse falls at the first hurdle. And Ronald McDonald comes out and just puts a little curtain around the horse. Yeah. And then, the, then Grimace goes behind the curtain with a shotgun. I don't know what Grimace is. Grimace is like a, a sort of um, a fat purple bloke. Right. <laughs> Who's also one of the McDonald's mascots. Okay. Think a sort of an American Mr. Blobby, but less frightening and only I purple. I was going to say, did it predate um, Blobby? Or I don't know if it predates Blobby. Okay. But there's Blobby vibes. Yeah.
2: But as much of a chaotic presence? I don't think
0: so, no. Right. I don't actually
2: know what Grimace's personality is. No. I don't really know. I not. mean, from, from the name, mm. you would assume that it's some sort of... I mean, the way you've described it and from the name, that it's some sort of, you know, eldritch horror that's emerged from somewhere... <laughs> And, and through some accident, has yeah. been corralled into this sort of gang of characters that <laughs> advertise happiness. There's,
0: there's, there's Ronald McDonald. There's yeah. the Hamburglar. There's an unknowable entity from another world that possesses only one emotion.
2: Yeah. And then there's a sort of lady Ronald McDonald. I think. And and what's what's her um role in all this? <laughs> I don't know, she, she, and what is all this? If not, you know, I'm presuming that it's just the, the sale of, of Happy Mears. Okay. No. So I don't know no. what, again, what... Are, the, there, are there plot lines? Is there some sort of overarching quest? I don't Do know there, if
0: there's plot lines contained within the art in the restaurants. I think that The Lady Ronald McDonald might be a thing I've made up, but if she does exist, I think that her role within the set of characters is to become pregnant with Perkers and then then birth those. Right.
2: (laughs) Now, which... uh, uh, Which of the other friends are you assuming is siring... The Burgers. Because, you you know, (laughs) the Hamburglar and um, Ronald are broadly humanoid. I I think we can assume that. Yeah. Unless
0: Ronald is sort of Pennywise style shape-shifting, you know, thing. Grimace
2: is a big purple blob thing. Yeah, but, you know, if I'm putting money on one of those to have seed capable of (laughs) mixing with... The human egg okay. to produce a burger. Well, Andy,
0: imagine, if you will, a scenario where... <laughs> where do, do I have to? <laughs> you do. Imagine okay. a scenario where Ronald McDonald, <laughs> yeah. Grimace and the Hamburglar are all, um, you know, waiting at a sort of infant natal care unit and... Lady Ronald McDonald, whose name I don't know, so let's call her Ronette. Ronette is there, right. and she's pregnant, presumably with a burger. You've got three expectant fathers here. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a sort of um, old school joke. They're waiting to see who might be the father. Yes. So if it comes out a regular burger, presumably that's Ronald. If it's a burger with a little mask on it,
2: that's the Hamburglar. And if it's just purple goo, that's Grimace. <laughs> So, in this uh, scenario, you are assuming that the s- semen, the sperm of, of both Ronald McDonald and mm. the Hamburglar, yep. he, he, as far as I know, humans. Uh, as far as we know, yes. And Miss McDonald. Ronnet. Also a human. Yeah. Why does that result in a hamburger? <laughs> because you've got to keep, you know, in order to keep
0: children engaged with these characters, <laughs> you've got to... Give them a little bit of <laughs> you've got a you got a little make, bit of blue. You've
2: got, <laughs> you've got to make things fun for the children, Andy. You've got to keep them engaged. Right. <laughs> and 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 you know, send them barking up absolutely the wrong tree vis a vis reproduction and, and biology lessons. That you know, the, the syllabus when it comes mm. to yeah. they get into year seven. Yeah. And, you know, there's been, a, there's been a Mackey's in town for five or six <laughs> years. The work that has to happen in those science lessons just to undo hmm. the the complete misinformation wrought by the McDonald's Corporation. Oh, there's, there's Extraordinary. Many, there's many a confused youth
0: walked under the golden arches, Andy. But I think I might have made up Lady Ronald McDonald. I don't know if she's a real thing. Let's briefly look up the McDonald's yeah. mas- mascots. So we've just looked up the McDonald's uh, mascots. Uh, Andy, that purple guy there—that's Grimace, right? Okay. Hamburglar next to him. Uh, the Lady Ronald McDonald does do appear to be a thing that I've imagined. Although there does appear to be a sort of duck... There du- are some assigned female characters there. <laughs> There's a duck wearing sort of flying goggles, which presumably, presumably can take the place of Lady Ronald McDonald in yeah. the scenario that I depicted.
2: There also appears to be um, the sort of pith helmet wearing <laughs> uh, hunter from Jumanji. Uh, seems to be yeah. in the... I mean, either that or that's some sort of Germanic character. Well, and, Ber- and burgers uh, are German, you know. Well, yeah. Origin. Yep, yep, absolutely. But but I don't know if this strikes you as well. Mm. Uh, but the 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 combination of the facial hair and and the the helmet. Admittedly, it doesn't have a spike on it; has a sort of light bulb. Yes, but it's it's giving me sort of Kaiser World <laughs> War One vibes. I was just about to
0: say that, and indeed, World War Two vibes. It, it's mm. it's. It, I mean do yourself a favor and google the uh, McDonald's um mascots but this guy does look like he lived in Argentina in the 60s and 70s
2: well no i think i think he's world war 1 world war 1 yeah but either way it's a moot point as he doesn't bring the spectre of war to europe but he brings a a little container full of six uh hash browns with eyes <laughs> He looks pretty baffled about all this. <laughs> he look- He's pointing at them as if he didn't expect them to be there, as if to say, "Look." So
0: hold on, the McDonald's mascots are, as far as we can tell, there's <laughs> there's, there's just- the guy from the bottle of mate. <laughs> there's, there's a pirate. Yeah. There's the hamburger. There's Grimace, who's just a big purple bloke. Uh, there's Ronald McDonald. There's uh, Kaiser
2: Wilhelm. Yeah. Um, a, a lady duck. And then there's some sort of mops, and then, <laughs> I'm
0: presuming those are Grimace's kids. That's what I'm
2: right. Okay, um looking at the Hamburglar here, mm. um and the shape of his head, <laughs> I think that he's more likely to, bu- you know, sire a hamburger. To be well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 there's on the picture we're looking at. There's also a lot of hamburgers with
0: eyes. Yeah. So I'm thinking that those are the hamburgers' kids. Yeah. The sort of the fluffy ones are Grimace's kids. Yeah. And um <laughs> the, the 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 German looking guy that's Ronald McDonald's son. Mm.
2: <laughs> I mean it's absolutely fucking horrible. It's it, it's very difficult to imagine how this resulted in any sales. Yeah. Um it is odd to have a
0: mascot who whose main thing is stealing your product.
2: Well, I suppose it's supposed to be going these are so good. The Lucky Charms leprechaun—I think yeah. that's the
0: premise of him as well.
2: Well, I suppose it's—it's it's an American thing, isn't it? Because they're yeah. so concerned with private property and the sanctity of, of property rights that mm. um, loads of their mascots are all about theft, yeah, and then regaining your
0: rightful. <laughs> well, it do, it did depend, you know, when McDonald's originally came out. It depended in what state um, you know, the, the mascots differed, because in in some of the southern states. Uh, one of the mascots is just a big shotgun that Ronald uses to defend his property. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any tattoos, Andy? No. Okay. Our two fantastic guests in this episode are Laura Lex and Eddie Hare, both wonderful comedians. You can find Laura on most forms of social media as at Laura Lex. She's got a book out, which is called Pivot, which you can find at all good bookstores online and in. I R L. Uh, She has two podcasts as well. One is the National Treasures podcast, which I believe she does with Will Duggan. And the other is Lex Education, which I think she does with her brother. Uh, Both of those are available to listen to wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And you can find Eddie Hare on Twitter at at Eddie Hare. That's Eddie with an E, double D and a Y. Uh, contrary to how I would have spelt it. But never mind. It's not about me. Um, So you can find him at Eddie Hare on Twitter. Um, He's also part of Crizzards with Will Rowland. Crizzards have a show coming up at the Soho Theatre on the 26th, 27th and 28th of January. Uh, And Eddie has a solo show at Vault Festival on the 2nd of February and the 2nd of March. Uh, And that's where you can find Eddie. If you are enjoying this podcast
0: experiment, please leave us a five star review on whatever medium you find this podcast, and tell people about it.
2: Tell them, and do some fan art. Yeah, do some fan art and send it to the uh, Google mail address. <laughs> That's the way of whatever phrasing that it. Is. Yes. Should we get on with the episode? Yes, please.
0: Laura Lex and Eddie Hare, thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Thank you very much for
3: letting us do that. Hello. <laughs> hello. hello. Hi. And um, thank you. I didn't say hello. I should say Happy hi. birthday hello. for
4: yesterday.
2: Thank you very much. Cheers, yeah. That's yeah. very kind of you. We're um, very excited to be alive.
0: Yeah. Find yeah. out some stuff. Find out what a birthday is. Yeah. Um, in the very short period that myself and Andy have existed... Mm-hmm. Uh, we have come to learn something of the following three things. Uh, we are familiar with what a crab is. A crab. Okay. We know who the
2: Hamburglar is. Right. And we are aware of tattoos.
4: And if you... So, I just want to test that you do know this knowledge. Who mm. Who is the Hamburglar?
0: The Hamburglar, uh, he's a guy who steals hamburgers. He's got a sort of um, a mask over his eyes. Right. A hat that looks... He's got a hat and he
3: steals burgers. Yeah. yeah. And you know... Um, so you know about like which... What franchise he represents. And all that.
0: What's a franchise? Mm. Right.
3: Okay. I see. That's...
0: Yeah. Um, the Hamburglar is someone that we know about, but we're keen to learn about more people. Ooh. Okay. Um, Laura. Mm-hmm. In one minute... Could you please explain to me who Dick and Dom are? Your time starts now.
4: Okay, so Dick and Dom are people in the same way that the Hamburglar is a person, like an upright, running about kind of people.
0: What other types of people are there?
4: Oh, loads. Don't worry about them. You'll hate most of them. But um, the difference between Dick and Dom and the Hamburglar is no mask. Generally, they're just face-free um I don't think they're in I don't know them well enough to know if they're so the main, stealing hamburgers. the main difference
0: between the hamburger and Dick and Dom is that Dick and Dom Not. have an uncovered face yeah
4: yeah yeah famously so mm. famously nudely faced people they
0: are well known for having naked faces yes yeah.
4: yeah it's a it's a big part of their personalities they do a lot of facial expressions which is when you take the bit of the hamburger that would have the mask on and you kind of mold it into smiles and frowns, that kind of thing. What
2: are the the effects of these?
4: Oh, it depends who they're on. Like, if you smile at an old lady, she might be like, oh, aren't you nice? If you smile at a man, he might be like, oh, that means sex. So it's confusing. Thank you, Laura.
0: Thank you. you. Cheers. Um, In a minute, you've told us that uh, Dick and Dom (laughs) are well-known for having naked faces Mm -hmm. that can be manipulated into either pleasing old women or uh asking for sex
2: yeah and yeah we, we don't know what that is <laughs> we're keen to delve further into it as we go forward <laughs> thank you laura eddie yes. in uh one minute would you be able to explain to us who moira stewart is your time starts now
3: moira stewart okay so um as laura said the hambler- hamburger is a person right yeah mm-hmm, yeah and moira stewart is also a person okay is now, her
0: face naked or does it have a
3: mask? her face is naked okay. her face is naked and she exists in a um similar world to dick and dom which is that she is on
0: what sort of world the dick and dom yeah. exist in?
3: television the world of television okay. could you and could you
2: explain a little more about what that is to us
3: television is a uh it, it you have one in your house Often. Right. You don't necessarily have one, but you might. And um it's a it's a, a sort of a, a two dimensional image that you watch and there's a sequence of images and they make a moving sort of picture right. that you watch. And Moira Stewart is she presents the news Once she So the news are things that have happened and she tells people what they've what's happened. Cheers. Thank you very and much. Thank you, Eddie.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Andy, would you like to sum up what's just been said?
2: Yeah, so um, similar to Dick and Tom, Moira Stewart is somebody who has a, a nude face and she <laughs> appears on television uh, telling people what has, what has happened. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. No, and, and,
2: uh, and that's broadly similar to Dick and Dom. Yeah, yeah, but fulfilling a similar function. I don't know if they happen at the same time. but um,
4: Sometimes, I think,
3: yeah. Yeah, probably there's a clash every now and then. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Eddie. No, very, very
0: useful information. Um, myself and Andy have only existed in this space, um, but we are aware that there are spaces other than this and we're keen to learn about them. Um, Laura, yep. in two minutes, Ooh. could you please explain to me what M&M's world is, your time starting now?
4: Okay, M M&M M World is an abomination. Um, an abomination is a place that you hate with every fibre of your being. What is fiber hate? helps you poo and it's what you're made of. Hate is like <laughs> you know when you look at Alex and you're just filled with
0: he's looking at me. Now.
4: A vibe like, I wish you weren't here. That's hate. Okay. Yeah? Okay. That feeling. There yep. we go, that's hate.
0: And you said fibre is inside you and it helps you poo
4: yeah i think it's in breakfast like all brown maybe
0: what's breakfast
4: yeah. oh it's the first thing you eat the most important thing you eat every time you wake up you want to cram a load of food into you the good thing about breakfast is breakfast largely can be any type of food if you want a bowl of sugar and milk eat it if you want half a pig eat it you can okay. do what you like very quickly mm-hmm. okay
0: what sugar Yeah. What's a Uh, pig?
4: Sugar is a mixture of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen in a complex molecule.
0: Okay, we'll get into that later. What's milk?
4: Milk is um, cow juice. Squeeze a cow, this comes out.
0: Okay. Uh, Very quickly, what's a half a pig?
4: Um, Think of a whole pig, halve it.
0: Okay, and what's a cow?
4: Um, Think of like a bigger pig, slightly less tasty, but arguably easier to catch.
0: Okay, and what's M&M's world?
4: Ugh. So... (sighs) It's it's like it's like a okay, so there's a thing called church, right, which is like a <laughs> sexy building that got made so that you would have a reason to rely on rich people.
0: You um, said you said earlier that uh, manipulating your face could make someone think you're gonna have sex with them. Yes. And you described a building as sexy. Yeah. Um I think in the context of a church, could you describe what sex is and how that relates to a church for me, please?
2: In fifteen so, seconds.
4: Sex is um is, is ramming like a rod into somebody and out of somebody. <laughs> And church is kind of like doing that but with ideas.
0: Brilliant. Thank yeah. you, Laura. That's <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate that very much. Did so you care to sum that up, Alexander? <laughs> I, I'll do my best. So M M's world.
4: We didn't get far into that, I'm very sorry.
0: It's 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 a kind of it's a kind of sexy church. <laughs> that you hate. <laughs> that you hate. Where a rod of ideas is shoved. into your body Mm. and that's um, in some way related to uh, breakfast which may or may not involve sugar milk
2: half a pig a cow and the juice of that cow yeah so you know we've covered we've covered a lot of a lot of ideas there and, and hopefully hopefully they will take on some some further relevance later on thank you Laura thank you so much um Eddie um in 2 minutes would mm-hmm. you be able to explain to us what games workshop is your
3: time starts okay. now games workshop okay imagine a sexy church okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is uh a games rod, workshop rod of ideas right yeah. games workshop is um it is similar i mean it's similar to M&M's world it's just it it provides it serves a different function which okay. is um what function
0: can... does M&M's world
3: Oh, um well, so the rod of ideas that Laura was explaining, I think, is is a kind of um it's little chocolate pieces, okay. which are um <laughs> they're they are little chocolate pieces and What's they are chocolate? surrounded by hmm. it's um it's something you eat. It's food in the same way that um so the hamburgers that the hamburger hamburger steals, right. yes, they are food. Okay. Ah. Okay. So a chocolate and, is yeah. a type of hamburger it is a small oh, yeah it's a small hamburger a tiny like a hamburger small yeah. sweet hamburger mm-hmm. right and um they sell those at m&m's world as so well so you 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 and get tiny sweet hamburgers while you're having a rod put in you yeah <laughs> okay that's yeah and then and you pay for that you pay you pay you pay money to have that happen and that's what happens at m&m's world but uh, at games workshop mm. you 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 pay money mm-hmm. um what is money? Uh, money is a kind of, it's a um, it's a, a thing of value.
0: Like it's hamburgers a- are to the hamburgler. Yes. Right.
3: So in theory, the hamburgler could probably trade his hamburgers, exchange yes. them with someone for something else, maybe who, who, a milkshake.
2: If, if you could be mm-hmm. brought to speculate, who would trade hamburgers with the hamburgler?
3: <laughs> um, somebody who, I don't know. Somebody's like not a good judge of character would do that, I think. <laughs> okay. not, like, No self-respecting person would trade... Because they're stolen hamburgers. You shouldn't touch that, Eddie, that stuff. Eddie,
0: what's self-respect?
3: Self-respect is... Um, in five seconds. The way, <laughs> it's the way you... Um, it's, it, it's, it's valuing yourself,
2: I Great. think. Thank you, right. Eddie. Thank yeah.
3: you. Wonderful.
2: Thank you very much. Lots in there, I think, Andy. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Games Workshop is... <laughs> Is uh, a, a place very similar to, to, to M&M's World. Uh, you can, can trade money for something in there. We we learnt that... Um, if, if I may interject... Pl- please do, because I can't remember a goddamn thing if I'm being... <laughs> well, from Eddie's explanation,
0: I think uh, money is the third type of burger that we've learnt about. There's burgers yes. that the Hamburglar steals. There's small sweet burgers that you get in m ms yeah. World while you're having a rod inserted into
2: you and then <laughs> and then money is a sort of final kind of burger. Right. But um, you've but yeah. you've traded money in order to have the rod put in. Yes. That's what I understand. <laughs> yes. All, all these factors are present. Right. Um and then we touched on self respect but didn't really get a <laughs> too <laughs> too big a picture of what that is. Thank you, Eddie, for that explanation of what games workshop is. Thank you.
0: Um One area of human existence uh, that myself and Andy find particularly intriguing um, is the area of creativity Mm. and art Mm. uh, and culture, whatever any of those things are. Mm. Uh, Laura, in three minutes, could you please explain to me the premise of Only Fools and Horses, your time starting now?
4: Don't need three minutes. Being poor is funny.
0: (laughs) Okay. There you go. What's being poor?
4: (laughs) oh, look around. (laughs) Um, no. Being so Only Fools and Horses is about a family um of a man and his brother. Are they brothers? Or is it yeah, they're brothers,
5: but who who are they?
0: Hmm.
4: Oh, they are Derek and Rodney Trotter. Trotted. Are their faces are the covered or? Mm. Feet of those pig things we were discussing earlier, but it's unrelated. <laughs> okay. Um, their faces are uncovered mostly, except in a very famous episode where they dress up as Batman and Robin. Oh my and, God, I'm excited for they, you to know about and ba- Batman,
2: and Batman and Robin.
4: Oh, they are characters from uh, a comic book. Comic book is like a book you read if no one will have sex with you. What's a book? Um, it is like a collection of paper put together with those ideas in so it. So a
0: comic book is a collection of paper that you read if no one's inserting a
2: rod in you? Yes. Okay. Nice.
4: Or mm, or if you're not inserting a rod into somebody else. it can go either way. Okay. That's, rod. The That's useful rod information.
2: But there's it, yes. no rod interaction If
4: <sighs> I mean, nowadays though, it's changed, hasn't it? To be a comic book nerd is sexy.
2: Is
0: there any rod interaction in Only Fools and Horses?
4: Yes. There's a character called Rodney. Right. Um... And this girlfriend, Cassandra, they definitely do rod interaction because then they don't get pregnant and it's a really sad episode.
0: And all these people are poor. Yeah. And that's yeah. funny.
4: It's really funny because if you're not born with money, you shouldn't aspire to it. <laughs> and the point of Only Fools and Horses was <laughs> that these people aspired to a better life and it was like, ha ha, you idiots. No, you can't have one. Should
2: they aspire instead to possessing hamburgers?
4: No, because that would be thievery. And if you're going to thieve, which is what the Hamburglar is doing, burgling or thieving, same thing.
2: But but we we understand that it's possible to trade hamburgers, but only with somebody with no self-respect. So is that. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think in theory, though, the way the world works is you could trade and you should be allowed to do enough trade to feel good about yourself and have a little of that self-respect. But ideally... Nothing would change about your social status. You should stay in a position of servitude and needing your overlords.
0: Do they explain this in Only Fools and Horses?
4: It's every episode. It's a very meaty show. It's exhausting to watch.
0: How is it meaty if they don't have burgers?
4: I think they do have burgers. There's definitely a kitchen. So the show is set in a flat, (laughs) a bit like what we're in. And there's a kitchen off to the back left. Like you come in the front door... And then you look to the left. But I'm not sure if there were any scenes ever filmed in the kitchen, or if you just sort of... Oh, it was a comic. What's filmed?
2: On
0: and
4: off. Filmed. It's like a process of recording an image. Thank you,
0: thank you, Laura. Um, in three minutes, <laughs> you've explained to us um, that only fools and horses. <laughs> the premise of only fools and horses uh, is that uh, being poor is funny. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on a man called Rodney, Rodney, his older brother, and his girlfriend, Cassandra. Yep. Uh, and they struggle to acquire the third type of burger. Yeah. Mm. And they have a kitchen. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> they do. That's all you need to know, really. Thank Plus you. Plus the Batman and Robin yeah.
2: bit. Well, it's it's all that we do now, so it's... um. It's It's good that that's the the crucial,
0: (laughs) really useful (laughs) knowledge. And Batman and Robin are characters that exist in a pile of paper that you would read if you weren't inserting a rod in someone or
2: having a rod inserted inside you. Mm. But it's changed nowadays.
1: (laughs) 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 Thank you, Laura. Thank you.
4: You're welcome. (laughs)
1: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: Eddie, uh, would you be able to explain to us in uh, three minutes the plot of George of the Jungle? Your time starts now.
3: George of the Jungle. So, um, you know how a crab is a type of animal. You know we, what a y- crab is, don't you? Yes, we so. do know what a crab is. Okay, yes, so a crab did. is a type of animal, and it walks sideways, has claws. It mm-hmm. walks sideways, it has claws. There are other types of animal. What? So humans <laughs> are their own type of animal, and you're a human. I'm a human. Are a human. humans different types of animal when they have their faces covered? No, they're the same type of animal. Okay. They have just covered they just have their faces covered. Okay. That's the difference. But okay. um, George of the Jungle is all about a man. So he's a human just like you or I and he <laughs> and that's the, he is, and he has been raised in the habitat of animals. Uh, but these animals aren't crabs, they're a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they actually are the closest type of animal to humans, which are apes, right? Okay. And they're, I think, mostly gorillas. I think maybe there's some chimps involved as well, right? But I think he lives with the. When you say we
0: these animals Earth. are close to humans, mm. um, how what does that mean?
3: Uh, in terms of evolution,
2: what's evolution?
0: And, <laughs>
3: okay, evolution is um, it is a very slow incremental process by which. Animals adapt to their environment, okay. Um, through natural selection.
2: So, and it, it is this uh, a similar process to how the the hamburger has come to have a mask? Yes. On
3: because the hamburger has adapted to his environment because he realized is I think probably he started stealing hamburgers and kept getting caught because he didn't have a mask, right? And so, how do you do that in the most efficient way? The hamburger is built to steal hamburgers right. as best as you can. And that involves wearing a mask mm-hmm. and having a black cape right? and so that, a little hat.
0: The Hamburglar has evolved to yes. fill his and he's
3: Yeah, and he's also very close to human. He's really close. Right, okay. But
0: what is he if he's the, not human?
3: He's a hamburger, A Bam hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a Hamburglar, okay? He's his own thing. Just encountered a lot of he's, concepts in very short <laughs> space of time there. Right, but um, George of the Jungle basically, his whole. So he is a human, but he has the behavioral traits of apes because he has which been are? raised by them. What are the behavioral yeah, which traits? Which are of um, sort of quite simple speech. Because in, in George of the Jungle, they can, <laughs> they can speak. That's the thing. So these are more like fictional apes. In, in right. real life, apes cannot speak, at okay. least not with humans.
0: And uh, very briefly, uh, would you like yeah. to speculate on what George of the Jungle would be like if you were raised by crabs?
3: Uh, He would probably, he would um, pinch people, he would walk (laughs) sideways, and he wouldn't be liked.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Eddie.
3: Your time is up. Thank you
0: so much. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, would you like to uh, sum up what's been said?
2: Sure, I'll have a crack. Um, uh, So the plot of George of the Jungle is that um, a human, a human like us, has been raised in the environment of animals, specifically uh, some gorillas and possibly a couple of chimps. (laughs) Um, They've come to live in this environment via a process called evolution, uh, which has prepared them um, to have the the traits necessary to survive best in this environment, which is a a very um, limited Speech capacity <laughs> uh, and uh, gorillas and apes are like us yes. in, in almost every respect, except that they, they can not really talk, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they can a bit, and George uh, has adopted this pattern of speech in order to fit fit in, yeah, uh, and it would have been different if crabs had done it. yeah, and uh, the perfect example
0: of evolution is the hamburger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, thanks so much. I to uh, watch it again
4: now, mm. I, missed, I missed so much of the nuance. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot.
0: <laughs> myself and Andy have only existed for a very brief period of time. Uh, we are keen to learn more about what happened before myself and Andy happened. Mm. Laura, in three minutes, uh, could you? Please explain to me what the swinging 60s was. Your time starts now.
4: Hey, now listen. Okay. I know (laughs) that the 60s happened. So, uh, you were born yesterday. Yes. Yep. Um. You know how long you've been alive. So, was it been about 24 hours now? Yeah, pretty That's,
0: much exactly, yes.
4: Yeah, we, we measure time in things like that. For a bit, we'll use minutes, which there's 60 of those in an hour. Then hours, uh, you've been alive for 24 of those. That's been a day that you've been alive for. 365 of those makes a year. Okay. 60s was 60-odd years ago. So, it's quite far back in time compared Very to okay. a day. As for the swingingness of it, I guess people were swinging a lot. Um, Swinging what is... What is, is swinging? So, one of the other things that George of the Jungle learned to do <laughs> that that... It's not normal human behaviour. Was he would swing through the trees? So he would. Um, is is
0: that normal human gorilla or ape behaviour?
4: I don't think it's anything's normal behaviour. I'm not sure even monkeys swing from vines. I just think it might be specific to George, to be honest. Right.
0: Okay. So just building up a broad picture <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of, yeah, of yeah, what George yeah. in the yeah. Jungle's life is like. <laughs> yeah. He is. He is a man, but he has similar traits to an ape or a gorilla yeah. in that he can barely talk. Yeah. Uh, and these near silent near people uh, watch him swing around. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, the thing is with the swinging, if you watch Tarzan which is basically the same as George of the Jungle. He learns to swing because he can't keep up with the apes the way they walk because he doesn't physically have the muscle. But that's never explained in George, not a lot. Anyway, anyway, so that's (laughs) swinging. It's like momentum. It's like a very energy-efficient way of moving yourself around. Right,
2: okay. Where... Where are they going? Well, the people in the 60s. Anyone, the apes. Um, the...
4: There was a lot of immigration, so maybe partly what's that. It's like where you get to move around. You don't have to stay where you were born. You can live anywhere. It's great. Okay. Um, then maybe some dancing, I what's, think people what, might have been
0: doing. What's dancing?
4: Dancing hmm. is moving your body in a rhythmic pretty kind of a way either as a display activity to show movements okay
0: so immigration is moving anywhere to live and dancing dancing is is a different kind of immigration where you do it to look pretty
4: no they're very different okay dancing isn't I guess you could dance your way into another country it would be a fun (laughs) way to be but it would be different
2: thank you oh yeah (laughs)
0: thank you for that so in three minutes you've taught us that the swinging 60s was a period a long time ago Mm -hmm. where people were sort of throwing themselves forward with their bodies
4: Hmm. yeah I guess they were
0: (laughs) for the purposes of entertainment yeah And or
2: immigration. In a rhythmic manner. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
4: You're welcome.
2: Cheers. (laughs) Eddie, in uh, three minutes, would you please explain to us what uh, the great train robbery was? (laughs) Your time starts now.
3: Um... I don't know for sure. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I think so. Um, okay. So a train yep, is a vehicle. Okay. okay what's now a, What's a vehicle? Let me think. Um, none of these. So what have we discussed? If I don't. Yeah. Okay. So a crab yep. moves sideways. Certainly yes, does. Right. And <laughs> you're confident in that. <laughs> okay. It's mm-hmm. one of the uh, very few things I am confident movement in. Movement is very useful. Right. Okay, for either, how you get for like, either immigrating or dancing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For, so swing, you might swing around and stuff. And there are <laughs> um, a vehicle <laughs> yeah. is a way that it's a method of transport. So a, a method of just moving from one place to another that humans use to get there quicker. Okay. So in the same way that um, was it? Do you say Tarzan? He so he swings because he can't keep up walking. Yeah. He can't walk fast enough. Mm-hmm. So humans. If they're trying to go a long distance, they can't really walk that far, right. so they will use a train, which goes much faster, and you can sit down on the train, mm-hmm. and it goes along a track. And a, yeah, what, what and, What's a track, and what does a train look like? A track is sort of two beams <laughs> go along the ground. What are they made of? Metal and wood. Right. A combination of the two, and... Um, the train will ride along them it will sort of guide the train and what was the other question what's a what does does it look like like? right so it's long um how i guess long in considering what we're already familiar with it can vary it can vary so you've got the unit where the engine is and then you've got carriages which carry the people in there right and so the train robbery would have been um it's probably i think in the 19th century there Mm -hmm. was a Wait. Well, is, I'm just imagining that this is the case. I think probably in the nineteenth century in America there were lots of uh trains, right? Because people were moving. Or it's a long it's a wide country. Okay. People going across that country. And uh it so was Ameri- very
0: lucrative. Amer- America is a wide country. Yes.
3: Amer- America is a wide country, that's all you need to know about because America. It would take a long time <laughs> to dance they across had, it. Had yes, uh to swing or dance or walk sideways like a crab. That's that would take trains. a really long time. And that's why they had trains. And people realize there's a lot of valuables on these trains, mm. things of high value like money, hamburgers, MMs. What, was the hamburger that, involved? Uh, no, but so he, he himself was not involved, but certainly his ancestors would have been. The, people, <laughs> the kind of the kind of character of person that low. So a previous uh, low stage in his is, evolution yeah, and, would have been involved. <laughs> right. before yeah, yeah. And, and, or after and,
2: and, the mask had evolved, yes,
3: they would have had their own type of mask, probably. They, maybe like a, a would, bandana.
0: Would they have had a sort of vestigial cape?
3: Um, Possibly. Thank you. It's, thank you, Eddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said all I needed to do, so. Yeah, and
2: we're, we're, we're very, very <laughs> grateful for that. Um, so in three minutes, you have explained to us that um, the great train robbery uh, took place in uh, the 19th century in America, which is a very, very wide country, <laughs> it means that people needed trains so that they could get uh, to the other side of it, which they wouldn't be able to do via dancing or swinging or anything like that. So uh, trains are a very long thing that runs on two beams of metal. Mm. Um, and it, they have people in and valuables, such as hamburgers. And the hamburger's ancestors who had their own uh, different types of mask, um, (laughs) took all the valuables from a train. Yeah. Great. Have I missed? I I thought that was very succinct. Fantastic. Thank you.
0: There's so much to learn about, so we're just going to keep throwing things at you, Mm -hmm. if that's okay. Laura, Hmm. in three minutes, could you please explain to me what Halloween is? Your time starting now
4: so a Halloween is uh, one day of the year,
0: yes, um, yep.
4: where nowadays we <laughs> sort of celebrate um spooky things.
0: What is spooky
4: well, yeah. it's a great question. It's like a mix really of dead. Um, just dirty is is quite a big theme. Um, okay,
0: so so, it's so spooky is anything that's dead or dirty.
4: It's a big mm. part of it, yeah. Like, so if you were to decorate your house for Halloween, you might put up fake graves. I'm sorry stones. to interrupt. Yeah. Uh,
0: very quickly, what is dead?
4: Dead um, is what you were before yesterday when you were alive. Thank right. you. So Listen not continue. really existing. Okay. Um, so Halloween is sort of a... Yeah, a celebration of things that traditionally you wouldn't celebrate, like having spiders in your house or bats. They're scary.
0: Are they types of animal?
4: Um, Spiders are insects, um, which is like a... I think of them more like fish, but now that I'm saying that out loud, that feels mad. No, they're animals. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And then we celebrate it, so Halloween...
2: (laughs) Can I just double check, are are the the spiders and bats, are they dead and dirty?
4: Well, sometimes they're plastic. (laughs) They often are dirty. So a big thing with Halloween is to put spiders' webs up over your house. Right. Because, well, again, it falls under the bracket of spooky. What's a spider's web? Oh, it's like like silk that comes out of their butts, um, and then they weave it into a little flat house, and then they live on it.
0: So it's a material that they make a little flat. Yeah they make like a
4: tiny little butt M&M world And then they catch their own M&M's Called flies Which are sort of (laughs) little hamburgers (laughs) With wings
0: So they build their own little M&M's world Out of the bottom material Yes. Mm. And uh how sexy is that if that's a
4: well the thing about halloween is that it's often very sexy okay and weirdly it because things
0: a... are dead and dirty
4: yes but in a sexy way so you might show your bum while you're doing it <laughs> and then it's a bit sexy um show your you bum also while, you're, might do... while you're doing what well so trick or treating so this is a process whereby children um you know tattoos? Yes. yes. Yes.
0: Drawings on people. Yes. Yeah.
4: Now, they would have that sort of thing done but in a much less permanent way. So when you have a tattoo done, it's on your skin forever. It's permanent. There's a way of doing a tattoo called face painting right. that is just on top of the skin. You wash it off that night. So right. you dress the children up as something spooky or sexy or dirty. Such as um a devil <laughs> or a cat.
2: Thank you. <laughs> would, thank would, you, is, Laura. Is, thank you. Is it is it just a quick one. Is it more likely that you would... <laughs> <laughs> which of those are you going to be dressing the, the children up as? I mean, I don't understand any of those concepts, really. But.
4: Well, I know which one I'd hope for. I'd start with spooky and assume they'd get dirty okay.
0: and really avoid the third. Okay. So so Halloween <laughs> is one day of the year mm-hmm. in which we celebrate the, the, the dead and or dirty... <laughs> And the way in which this is marked is that is that children get their bums out, and go. get a temporary tattoo as either the devil or a cat, and then get their bums out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: That's and all then, you need to know. And then go
0: around. <laughs> Thank you, though.
2: Thank you. Um, Eddie. In three minutes, please could you explain to us what uh, going viral is? Your time
3: starts now. Going viral. Okay. Um, Consider the Hamburglar. (laughs) 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 Now, uh, the Hamburglar is, sorry, uh, the Hamburglar is um, famous the world over. Okay, everybody recognizes him. Now, he's not necessarily celebrated. I
0: don't think everybody does recognize him because <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a mask. Mm. But his
3: mask is recognized. No one knows the true identity of the Hamburgler, but his costume is...
0: I suppose it proposes an interesting philosophical question. Are you famous <clears throat> for wearing the mask or are you not famous for wearing the mask? How do you mean? Mm. Well, the purpose of a mask as I understand it, from the Hamburglar, mm-hmm. is to conceal his identity. Mm. Yeah. So are you famous if you have concealed your identity?
3: I think probably the whole... Yeah, I would say the thing that's famous about the hamburger is the, the persona and the costume. But I thought we'd that, established that the, that... the man behind the Hamburglar, not famous. But enormous, the,
2: the, the mask even. is an evolutionary adaptation to enable the Hamburglar to <laughs> steal. You're absolutely right, I forgot that, sorry. <laughs> So I'm right, I'm yeah. I'm now that we've got this updated information I'm picturing it as a sort of flap of darkened skin that can either
3: um be turned on or off. Yeah. Like um Yes, I you know.
0: I th- I think from understanding the hamburger we understand the purpose of that particular part of him but now mm-hmm. we have more information on how that part of him came to be.
3: Yes. Yeah. So so basic so the Hamburglar, the image of the hamburger at least that is it's recognized by many people right and in that okay. sense that's something we would refer to as fame so he's a so that in, in a way the hamburger is a celebrity when you think of it that way would, would you build and,
2: and yes give me an example of uh some other celebrities and what they're famous for
3: okay uh I'm trying to think george of the jungle is so he is fictional but many people recognize would recognize him probably right um the M M's guys, those guys, and what Who, what are they? Wh- Who what are, are they? the
0: M M's guys? Because we've heard a bit about M and M's. Have world. something to do with
3: right? So they're the way, two. Yeah. Um, God, forty-one seconds left. Okay, uh, they are. Um, they're these two M and M's that have mouths and uh, eyes, <laughs> and they can communicate. And that's what Be- that, better, I think they're better or Worse, for or worse and, than and a gorilla, yeah. and better, better even, mm-hmm. and so going they, viral. So they're
0: closer to human than George yeah. of the Jungle is. They,
3: Yes, they're okay. cl- yeah, in that sense. Yeah. And going um, viral is... And going viral is um, becoming famous, so well-known for something, in a short space of time via the internet. And <laughs> what is the internet? <laughs> um, it's a way of communicating and, and putting um, entertaining images or videos on on uh, the, the internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Um, Andy, would you like to sum up?
2: yeah I'll have a, I'll have a have a pop um uh, so eddie you have explained uh, to me that um the internet is a sort of self sustaining uh something which facilitates the placement of images and videos on itself and uh going viral is the act of becoming famous via the internet uh and and fame is, is something that has been achieved by the by the ham the hamburglar and the MMs because they are recognised. Uh, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Thank you,
0: Eddie. Um Myself and Andy. Very interested in people. Very interested in the things that people do. Laura Mm -hmm. In three minutes, could you please explain to me what I would be doing if I were to create a Tinder profile? Your time starts now.
4: So, if you felt like you wanted to know another person, obviously, you really know Andy, you guys are getting along great, we're (laughs) here, but... Sometimes a person looks at another person and wants to kiss them.
0: What is kissing?
4: Kissing is getting your lips and rubbing them on the other person's lips. And you kind of move it about. It's kind of like eating, but no swallowing. Um, <laughs> so you're sort of like touchy eating another person. And it feels nice, okay? and okay. um. You, you, so you might want to meet somebody and do that. You might want to do some of that rod going in and out stuff that we talked about earlier. I understand. Or yeah. you might want somebody who's going to be your partner for the rest of your life. So it's quite common in human society to do things in twos. Mm. Um, not essential, guys, but common. So um, to meet someone is very weird to just talk to someone face to face these days. It's better to get your phone. Um, uh, and get an app.
2: What's a phone?
4: It's kind of like... Do you remember a television?
2: Yes. Yeah. It's Moira like, Stewart's on it.
4: Yes. It's like that. Less Moira Stewart. Not none, but less. Mm. Uh, and it gives you access to the internet.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
4: And you get these things called apps on them, which are like different boxes full of stuff. And Tinder is a box you can put in your phone that's full of other people who are also looking to do kissing, sex, or life <laughs> stuff. So, uh,
2: <laughs> if they are in this box that you put on your phone, do they, do they exist elsewhere or is yes. the phone...
4: Yeah. So, How do you what, get them out of the box? What you're making on your phone is a little, like a little letter about yourself. So you might write down, hello, I'm Andy, and I like blankets. And you'd put that on a piece of paper. What's a blanket? A blanket is like skin (laughs) that you can put over for extraness. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> a
0: blanket is extra skin, yeah, Yes. Okay, kind of or yeah. hair
4: or you know, it's it's extra insulation. Um, uh, so it's kind of like writing down a little letter about yourself, and you put that in the box,
5: mm-hmm. right? And then when
4: other people have the same box on their phone, they can open it and look at the letter and see if you seem like a nice person mm. or or not.
2: And would would the, would the other person <laughs> is the other person likely to judge the liking of blankets as? Uh, a positive or negative?
4: I just think, who doesn't like blankets?
2: Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
0: in your time, you've explained to us that what I would be doing if I created a Tinder profile uh, would be that I would be writing a letter to some people in a box on my phone who I wanted to do either sex kissing or live stuff with, and I'd be writing to them to tell them that I had extra skin.
4: Yeah, I think that's my best explanation so far. Actually, I think that's Good. very accurate. <laughs> Good. Yeah, thank you. Happy with that one? Thank
2: you. Very thank you much. very much. You're welcome. Eddie, mm-hmm. please could you explain to me in three minutes what burying a pet is? Time starts now.
3: Burying a pet. Okay. A right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start with what a pet is. Super. So a pet is an animal mm-hmm. in the same way that a crab is an animal okay nice. it's a but it's an animal that you have in your home um it's a crab for the house it's a house crab <laughs> okay. so it's so if you took a crab from the beach if you took a crab from the beach okay and you brought it home with you mhm and uh, you looked after it you put a little blanket on it so you put some extra skin on it, it, skin on it keep skin, it warm yeah. um that and you could you know you feed it you nourish it you look after him uh or her then <laughs> uh, <laughs> then um that's your pet okay now should that pet crab so is hmm. is a, a a
2: pet is any animal that you bring home
3: permanently yeah yeah if okay. you bring it home permanently for it's yeah to look after it and people are animals People are animals, but we people if you do bought, not have other. People. If you bought
0: George of the Jungle home mm. and yeah. fed him and put extra skin on him, mm-hmm. would he
3: be your pet? In theory, um, no, <laughs> 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 and, and in practice, also I think <laughs> because um, George is although George is ape-like in his um, uh, his behaviour, mm. we find that when George. Of the jungle has contact with humans he actually realizes he sort of wants to join humans and oh. and take on those so he actually is even though he previously kind of existed as an ape okay he actually but becomes what if, a an adult sort of functionally as well, well, what if
2: a crab were to realize this <laughs>
3: a crab <laughs> a crab's unlikely to realize that but, but what sure, if it did crab, well if a crab were to ask so your pet crab asks you, may I be free? <laughs> you should... Yeah, the right thing to do would be to let you know, let the crab have um, his or her freedom. And it wouldn't be right. to bury it. And it wouldn't be to bury it. However, should that crab's life end? Death, okay? It's dead. It's become spooky. It's become spooky. <laughs> it's become spooky, <laughs> dirty, and sexy. Um, and it's dead. It's, so it's no longer moving. It can't do anything. It, it, then you would... Give it a burial, which is a sort of a it's a a thing that humans do when something dies, to um, let the yeah to, to put and the what, body somewhere else. What is else. the thing they do? They dig a hole. Mm-hmm. So you dig a hole in some soil, right? So You would use a tool like a you could. I mean, you could use your hands. You'd probably use a spade, right? And then you would put the crab. So it's 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 body now. It's lifeless. So it's not really the crab anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's what? What has it lost? And it's lost its life and its soul. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Andy, would you like to sum up what's been said there, please?
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, a, a pet is any animal that you have brought home and given some extra skin or nourished in some way, um, and uh, it remains a pet provided it doesn't request its freedom. <laughs> <laughs> given given the limited uh, speech capacity of many animals that we Mm. understand uh, many of them are incapable of doing anyway so they remain remain pets and when their life goes away and they become spooky we have to dig a hole and put them in it it. Uh, very briefly Eddie
0: Mm -hmm. Um, once in the hole uh, what would happen if the crab then spoke.
3: That would be uh, very unsettling and you should fill the hole immediately <laughs> so the crab can't get out. That's what I think. That's my opinion. Okay. I should say. Thank you. Um,
0: finally, the last area of human existence that myself and Andy are eager to learn more about is the world of humour mm-hmm. and comedy. Um Laura, I- I'm gonna tell you a joke. Okay. And then you've got three minutes to explain to me why that joke is funny. Huh? Knock knock. Who's there? The interrupting sheep. The interrupting sheep. Uh, your three minutes start now.
4: My goodness. Okay. So this joke being funny relies on you knowing um, the regular format of this joke. So, some jokes uh, always follow the same pattern um, or repeated way of doing them. In this example, this is called a knock-knock joke. Okay. okay. The idea is you start with a line, knock-knock, and mm-hmm. then another person says, who's there?
2: What, what do the knocks so the joke uh, is
4: sort of narrating a small vignette whereby <laughs> somebody <laughs> is coming to your door, um, with a surprise identity. Uh, like
2: the hamburger, yeah, 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 a yeah. bit
4: like the hamburger in his mask. We don't know who he is yet. Um, but
0: he has a surprise identity. He does, mm. yeah. And he wants to get in.
4: <laughs> he does, <laughs> but only if you've got burgers. Mm. Um, so somebody's saying knock knock at the door and then somebody on the other side of the door is quite cautious instead of just opening the door.
0: Why are they cautious?
4: Um, maybe they don't live in a good area. <laughs> maybe they've dealt with a home invasion before. What's
0: a home invasion?
4: Uh, it's, when so- it's when somebody comes into your house that you didn't invite into your house. So for example, the Hamburglar, he probably so so it's, so it's
0: the opposite of a pet. Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this would always be a per. Right, so it wouldn't be an uninvited
0: crab. An if no. someone comes into your home uninvited mm-hmm. and instead of asking for freedom, they ask, can I stay? Are they now your pet?
4: Gosh, I don't think something. Wait, no, I don't know what that word means. Um, I don't think anything that can talk to you in a meaningful way can be a pet. <laughs> okay anyway yep. what we're talking about the joke so someone comes down knock knock who's there and then they <laughs> say the beginning they give you a small amount of information mm. uh, in this case the interrupting cow and then this person on the it's other side sheep. of the door a sheep Sheep. sorry yeah. on the sheep the, the person on the other side of the door doesn't recognize this this isn't enough information. So the joke format is always that the homeowner would say the interrupting joke. So they shit. own the home. Or rent. Or the <laughs> they, they reside there. Okay. Yeah. Uh the the I mean I don't suppose they even have to be in a home, do they? They're just on either side of a knockable surface. Uh, <laughs> so, so it could just be a,
0: a
2: freestanding door. Now that
4: no, but I think about it, I've always pictured it in somebody's hallway, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. The
2: interrupting sheep is capable of fairly eloquently stating who it is. Yes. Does that mean that the interrupting sheep could never be... Uh, made a pet.
4: Not by me, but I think other people would. There's there's some real exploitative bastards in the world. And, and in three
2: words,
0: what's a sheep?
4: Hairy smaller cow. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you, though. <Lauren>. Wow. There's <laughs> quite a lot to unpack there. <laughs> um The reason why <laughs> knock knock
4: <laughs> Who's there?
0: The interrupting sheep. The interrupting but The reason that's funny um, is because someone who lives in a <laughs> rough area <laughs> would be cautious of opening their door to someone trying to gain access from the other side because they don't know whether they'll be the Hamburglar <laughs> or whether they'll be a small, hairy care.
4: I let you down there, guys. I'm so sorry.
0: We, we were appreciative yes. of all information.
2: Eddie, in three minutes, can you please explain to me why the following joke is funny? Helvetica and Time's New Roman walk into a bar. Get out of here, shouts the bartender. We don't serve your type.
3: <laughs> your three minutes
2: uh, start now.
3: Okay, so... um If... Okay, so a bar... Right, a bar, right, uh-huh. is like a. It is. It is a bit like M and M's World or Games Workshop. You go there to exchange money mm-hmm. for something, which would be a drink. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's just uh, you know what a drink is, do not It's something you. It's a type of nourishment. Um, <laughs> You're gonna
0: have to be a bit more specific on yeah, that.
3: Liquid nourishment. This is what a drink is, and that's what a bar is. Okay, and well, that's what. So that's sort what the bar of li- liquid. What? what
0: exactly is liquid? Hmm. Uh
3: it's a uh, state of matter. Right. So there's three main types of state of matter. There's liquid, there's gas, there's solid. And those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. Those what are the, ones what are the other ones? Know. Uh I think that's all of them actually that's yeah. I okay. Think, and very uh, briefly and what defines those three? Right. So um liquid is wet. Okay. <laughs> solid <laughs> is uh Solid could be a little bit wet, but it's, it's largely, um, you could punch it, you know, like you could think, <laughs> so, it would make a sound, could, could so you a give knock, us a-, a knock, knock. That is because you're knocking right. solid. Could you give us
2: so, an example of a wet, punchable solid? Uh,
3: <laughs> jelly. Jelly is a bit wet, but it's also solid. And what is jelly? And that's, um, it's a dessert in the same way that um, an M&M is a tiny, delicious, a tiny sweet hamburger. And what is gas? Gas is, um, it is the same quality of, so you're breathing air right now. And that's, so there's oxygen in that. And that's gas. What is breathing? You can't really, uh, it's something you do to, um, in the same way you eat food. Yes. Your lungs eat (laughs) oxygen, right? What are lungs? And they're, they're organs inside your body.
0: So there's something inside us. There's
3: something inside your body that help you live. Okay, mm-hmm. you need them, and they and eat air. They eat air. They are they? Eat air and <laughs> are the, the, are they pets? They're not pets. They're part of you. As I understand, air. so hmm? I was just but carry on, carry on. So I was gonna, so so that's what the bar a bar is right, and that's what so a barman is the person who works in the I can't remember if you said barman or barkeep, but Either so it's someone who works. We didn't say either of those. What did you say?
2: <laughs> what God, was in the joke. Bartender.
3: Bartender. Okay, so the bartender is the person who works, who manages the the bar, and so they're serving drinks, right? Okay, for money. Uh-huh. Now the two, the Hel- Helvetica and Times New uh-huh. Roman, both, are both types of. They're both types of font. <laughs> and so it, the barman is the bar bartender font? is saying it's a type. It's a thank type you. Thank you
0: very much indeed, <laughs> Eddie. Really. Thank you.
2: Andy, mm. would you like to summarize? Certainly. Once? So the three main states of matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, solid which is uh, wet and wet and punchable. Uh, 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 liquid, which is solely wet. <laughs> uh, and a liquid get, is a wet thing you can't punch. Yeah, yeah yeah and and a, a gas has neither of those qualities but is eaten by your lungs <laughs> uh, and indeed must be eaten by your lungs um uh, the only thing that is available in a bar is uh liquid which you 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 drink for nourishment um and a barkeep a barman or bartender works in there serving these drinks uh, and is unwilling to serve yeah Yeah. thank you eddie
0: thank you thanks after all of that andy who do you think has provided the most (laughs) satisfactory explanations
2: um well it's been a tough one it's been a it's been a really um I, i you- it's been the only one yeah. we've ever uh, <laughs> been party to, uh, and, and as such, it's been very difficult to, uh, to sort of pass and draw any, uh, mm. any difference between the two sets of explanations. However, I think that given that um, Laura was able to define fairly early on the, um, the foundational uh, concept of sex, um, mm-hmm. that probably means that her, her explanations in the long run have been more, more useful. Uh, yeah. for much the same reasons and 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 also for um
0: her one reference to tattoos. Uh,
2: I, <laughs> yes, yeah, a, an underexplored aspect of our uh, knowledge base, knowledge, yeah. Um I
0: am also going to agree um that uh, Laura has provided the most satisfactory explanations. Oh, I'm
4: Just glad to be of service. Thank you. Congratulations. Well done Eddie. I've learned a lot from you.
0: Um so uh, Eddie Hare, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And uh, Laura Lex, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck. Thanks.
3: Oh, oh my Spooky. God. Spooky.
0: Jesus
4: oh, Christ. Two. it's excessive.
0: You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.